This episode of Contact has been pre-recorded. It's a special day, Veterans Day, and as we honor these men and women who have served our country, we're asking you to do the same. I'm Brittany Madera, the host of Contact this morning, and our entire show focusing today on our local veterans. This portion of Contact brought to us by Lifespan Family Services, Adoption and Foster Care. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Well, we're talking about not just Veterans Day, but veterans themselves. We're going to start out with an interview with Dan Calgren from the Dubois VFW. Veterans Day is the day to remember all, all veterans. So there's uh, the two big veterans holidays are Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a day that we remember the, uh, the fallen, uh, those that gave their lives in combat. And uh, Veterans Day is a day to remember all veterans, everybody that served. The biggest way to support a veteran is just to thank them. And another way is to, if you see a veteran who needs help, mentally or physically needs help, just reach out and try to give them a hand. Uh, It is hard to talk to a veteran about what the things that happened while they were in. If they start to talk, listen to them. You know, that's that's the number one thing is, is just listen. Thank you to Dan Calgren from the Dubois VFW. Well, as we're honoring Veterans Day, uh, we're actually going to play a song for you written by a local veteran, and um, we'll let you listen to that song in just a few moments. But first, we're going to lay the groundwork for why it was written. We have Bill Edwards here with us, a veteran. Well, the song was not intended to be written. I was watching a 60 Minutes show one evening, and uh, they had a special presentation dedicated to Vietnam nurses, those that served in-country. And uh, the uh, primary uh, person they had on was the founder of Vietnam's Women's Memorial, and uh, Diane Carlson Evans. And uh, she served in the 71st Evacuation Hospital in, uh, in Vietnam in Pleiku. And I was a patient at that hospital and saw her way back then in 1969. I did not know until I saw that program that she was the founder of the Vietnam Women's Foundation. And uh, when I, as I saw the, uh, the, the women talking and uh, the tears that were shed, I, it struck me that these women that saw so much, I mean, seeing uh, young kids basically, you know, torn apart uh, by war, and that they still uh, had situations where they, where they would cry years and years, decades after. They'd hear a song at the mall that would take them back there, or they would uh, go to a, a veterans event or something, you know, and they would still cry. And so... I remember after seeing it, writing down on a piece of paper, She Still Cries. Uh, did not know it was going to become a song, but it turned out to be that, and I had a chance to introduce the song for the first time in Washington, D.C. on the Mall, actually at the 15th anniversary of the founding of the Vietnam's Women, Women's Memorial. And it was a, a candlelight service the evening before uh, Veterans Day, and uh, there were many, many Vietnam nurses there. And, uh, and so it was just a, a, a real privilege to... You know, and so the the song, you know, the words just came to me, and they meant something to me. And I had trouble 
writing them because I would break down and then I had trouble when I was practicing the song, you know, to sing it. I thought, oh, I need help when I perform this publicly so that I don't break down in the middle of it, you know, because it was that uh, meaningful to me and it was very meaningful to the nurses that heard it. And so it was just a privilege to do it. She's at the mall when a song begins to play. It takes her back to another time and place where she once served a half a world away. The pain of war is written on her face. Her memory calls to a life she left behind. An answered call to serve in time of Oh, 
say about the song that there are certainly better singers out there um, that I could have had recorded, but I felt like uh, I wrote it, you know, I'm probably the one that should do it. Uh, and so it came from my heart regardless of the, of, I'm not a professional singer. But uh, yeah, for, for the veterans, I think the biggest thing, especially for Vietnam veterans, is, uh, is just simply thank you for your service. I think that's what uh, people uh, can and, and should do. And I think they also need to kind of step inside the uh, uh, the person and kind of understand a little bit about what uh, some of us went through and what we you know what we saw, and the fact that we still have times where we still weep about the things that that we saw. And uh, so for me, uh, some people came back from Vietnam uh, like I did, but and got on with life or tried to. Others, you know, kind of could never get that together. They crawled inside a bottle or they got into drugs and they became homeless and all of that. And I, my big thing was grief more than anything. And uh, so I thought the best thing that you can do with that is to uh, get on with life and, uh, and make your life count because of the young men, for instance, in my own platoon that died over there, that never had an opportunity to live life and accomplish anything. I think we that survived, uh, and we're not heroes, we're survivors, uh, we that survived uh, have an obligation to live our life at the highest level and accomplish as much as we can. And so that's something that we could do. Thank you so very much to Bill Edwards, a veteran who has been a part of our show and shared that song. We're going to turn it over right now to John Fritz from the American Legion. I'm retired Air Force. I did 20, 21 years. I'm retired Master Sergeant. I'm also affiliated with the American Legion. I'm currently the Chairman of Membership for the State of Pennsylvania, as well as I'm a past commander at the Post and a past vice commander for the State of Pennsylvania. What can we do to honor Veterans Day? Continue to recognize them. Let them know. Let them know if they're out there because uh, look at we have the suicide issues, 22 a day. That has to be resolved. The PTSD, they're walking the streets among us every day. They don't even know they have it. We have to listen to them. We have to know they're there. We have to help them, support them, educate them get them back in society again because it's a completely different culture, military to civilian life, and you get thrown right back into it, you've got a lot a lot to work with. Yeah. Um, now, explain that. Let's delve a little bit deeper into the difference between military life and civilian life. What is it like to come back after after serving? Well, just I can only use me as an example. I uh, now left here when I was 18 in 1974, and I retired in 97. Uh, it's completely regimented, everything. You know what you're doing. You trust the persons you're next to with, with your life. Uh, they're a part of your family. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you keep moving. I moved 11 times in 22 years. Wow. You keep moving, you keep moving, you keep moving. And these people are with you at all times. And all of a sudden, you're separated. You've done your time. You've elected to get out. And now you're back in a community where people don't care one thing or the next about the person walking down the street. And we're not used to that. We're, we're worried about our brothers and sisters who are still over there, and we think about them constantly. Mm. And that's, that's a big, big thing. Thank you so much to John Fritz for sharing those words about how we can do better on Veterans Day and year-round serving our veterans. And sticking with the American Legion, we'll be hearing from another veteran, Billy Joe Powers. Retired Chief Petty Officer Billy Joe Powers, United States Navy. I'm past commander at the American Legion Post 17 in Dubois, PA. Being part of the American Legion gives you a chance to, one, be part of your fellow veteran community, as well as the community. I mean, we do a lot for both. For the American Legion itself, and I'm going to step away from not the club part of the American Legion, 
but the American Legion itself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of people here don't understand that over there, it's two entities. You have the club portion, you have the American Legion side. Mm-hmm. And American Legion side and the club side, both, give a lot to the community and to veterans. But we need to separate the two. Because when we have our meetings, we're not asking people to come to the club. We're asking you to come to a meeting so we can do things for our fellow veterans. I mean, we do as far as they have a holiday tour that a lot of our people that's been canceled over the past two years where they visit people that are bedridden in nursing homes mm-hmm. that are mil- that are veterans nursing homes. They go down to Holidaysburg every year when they have that. And that's just a good way to go in and show our veterans that they're still thought of because a lot of them are there, no family, they get put there, nobody visits them. So this is, again, it's only one time a year and I wish if we had people more involved, we could visit our local nursing homes because we have veterans in our local nursing homes that need a little, you know, need a little sunshine in their day or just want to talk. Um, Another thing we are strong supporters of is the Homeless Veterans Corporation. So we raise money for that. We give to that every year. We just try to help, and we try to help our local veterans when possible. I mean, that's what it's all about. Thank you so much to veteran Billy Joe Powers. And we're going to be ending with remembering the sacrifices that have been made, hearing from veteran and Gold Star father Jack Tully. I'm a Vietnam-era veteran, and I'm a Gold Star father. And I belong to the American Legion. I've been there for plus 30 years. And I'm the public affairs officer there. I'm also, uh, I work for the Pennsylvania American Legion as the state historian. Oh, wow. So you are, you've got your hands quite full with the American Legion. Um, I do. We'll, we'll talk about the American Legion in depth a little bit later. But um, first of all, military is kind of in your family. Um, yep. You've served and your sons served as well. So tell me a little bit about your family. And unfortunately, to our gold star father, which means that one of your sons lost his life. My family has all been in the military. Um, my father-in-law, he's a World War II veteran. He just turned 96 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, my older brother and myself, we were both Vietnam era veterans, both of my sons. And uh, uh, as you said earlier, uh, my youngest son, Michael, he was killed in 2007 in Iraq. Um, his older brother, John, was in Iraq at the same time. And most people don't understand when you see these movies, when the, the car pulls up and the officers walk out towards you, it's exactly what happened. Um, they came to our house, and my wife and I, all we could say is, which one? So it was a, it was a tough time, but through that time... Um, we, we've gained experience with other veterans, and I'll be honest with the, the American Legion has actually got me through a, a tough time. Mm. Um, the, the camaraderie with the, with the veterans and the programs that they represent keeps us busy and keeps the, the veterans in the forefront. And that sense of family, it seems like, not just your biological family, but it, it seems like the family that you grow to know, not just in the military, but then as you come home and, and you have the American Legion behind you as well. Absolutely. Um, our, my veteran friends, especially here in Dubois, um, the American Legion was, uh, was one of the one things that would helped us through uh, a tragic time in our life. And I have a lot of um, 
good personal friends, um, maybe not related to the service that I was in, but we all have that bond between services and we, we have that camaraderie that no one can ever take away from us. And that's the thing. And, you know, I mentioned the American Legion a lot, but a lot of people, especially in, in a small town like Dubois or anywhere else, the, the American Legion is looked at as, you know, maybe there's some old guys just sitting around telling war stories. But, and that's, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Um, we, we're part of the community. Mm-hmm. We, we represent a, a lot of the things for children and youth. Um, we, we stand for Americanism. And we have the programs to, to back that up. Um, we, we present scholarships to kids. It really helps out a lot of families. But I, I hope that through this interview, people look at the American Legion a little bit different, and especially to remember my son. Absolutely. Obviously, even, even for me, um, not related to him whatsoever, just I, I, it brings tears to your eyes to, to remember that this is the sacrifice that some people are, are making. Yeah, um, you know, not just with my own son. Um, we've had other uh, young people in the community that were lost their lives in, in Iraq or Afghanistan. And it's, it's a tragic loss because most of these young people are well-educated, college-educated, well-trained. Um, the United States government has spent a lot of money on training them, and it just seems like a loss that um, both of my sons being career military— um, my oldest son, John, he, he completed 21 years of military service. Um, again, I, I can't even imagine what it was like for him to have to bring his own brother home from the battlefield. And, and Michael, um, his, his qualifications on being a, a Green Beret is second to none. Uh, he spoke uh, Indonesian fluently. Um, his training with uh, high-altitude uh, parachuting and scuba diving and what have you, all the things that he has. And again, this is the type of uh, military we have today as opposed to maybe way back when. Um, they're, the, they're, highly, they're highly trained, they're highly motivated, and we're really lucky to have the military we have today. Absolutely. We, we sure are. What can we do as everyday civilians to make sure that, especially on Veterans Day, but throughout the entire year, that we're keeping in mind the sacrifices that were made and and we're also showing our respect to those um, veterans who we might see around town. Well, the respect is the one thing. That's that's key. And and just remembering in general, not only on Veterans Day, but every day, um, we all go to the store, we all go up to Walmart, we all go you know, through our daily lives. And we see these veterans with their military hats on. Um, don't be afraid to approach them and thank them for what, they're, what they've done. And I know it's pretty cliche that at Veterans Day we all do that, but we should be doing that all the time. We should be remembering our veterans. Remember our veterans in these, in these homes. Um, we have the opportunity through the American Legion to visit um, veterans' homes um, normally around Christmas time. And some of them with the, the COVID we haven't mm-hmm. been able to do that. So they're still, still sitting in these, these hospitals waiting, waiting for people to come to say hello to them. So I, I encourage anybody, if they have a chance to visit a veteran or reach out to a veteran, please do so. And people, I want to make sure everybody knows, if there are any veterans in your, in your audience, listen to this. If they have issues with anything, 
They can contact any officer at the American Legion, and we'll be glad to help them. One more time, I, I just want to give you the chance to say any words that you might want to, you know, just speak into the hearts of people who might be listening in regards to not just Veterans Day, but especially for your family, what it means to you personally. You know, it's been almost 14 years since my son was killed, and there's not a day that I don't wake with that feeling of missing my son, and there's not a day that I go to bed at night that I don't think about him. I think of the opportunities maybe that he has missed. I think about his son. Um, he's 22 years old now, and he's doing a lot better than when his father passed. And I, I'm probably even quoting his age wrong now because it's, it's been a while since I've seen him. But he's grown into a young man that he's doing well. He has a good job. He's, uh, he remembers his father. And uh, that's the kind of things I want them to remember. Uh, people, people, you know, every day they see us and they don't even know what a Gold Star family is. But that, that pain never goes away. It's a club that no one ever wants to belong to, but unfortunately, we joined it in 2007. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your service, and thank you for your family's service as well. Thank you very much. Thank the radio station for this opportunity, too. Thank you very much. That was veteran and Gold Star father, Jack Tolley. Thank you to the veterans who are a part of our show this morning on Contact. We appreciate hearing your thoughts and your stories and the insights into how we can all help serve our veterans better. And if you are a veteran who is not currently part of these organizations, reach out to the American Legion or the VFW and make those connections with other vets. To our veterans who are listening this morning, sincerely from us here at the radio station, thank you for your service. As civilians, we can only imagine the sacrifices that you have made, but nonetheless, we appreciate them, and we're forever grateful for you. And we encourage you, if you yourself know of a veteran in your own life, whether it's a family member, a friend, or someone in the community who you feel might have been overlooked recently, take that moment, listen to them, and thank them for their service. It truly does mean so much. Thank you for listening to our Veterans Day Contact this morning. I'm Brittany Madera. This portion of Contact brought to us by Community County Services, family-based mental health. Hi, folks. Are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services. We provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. This episode of Contact has been pre-recorded.